0: The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.
1: Roberts, Craig Carton, all the way to 630. Phone number to join, as always, 877-337-6666. Got a great show for you today. Sadly, uh, for those of you Jet fans like all of us that uh, wanted Aaron Rodgers or thought Aaron Rodgers was coming here uh, you find out today that that's dead. He is uh, not going to be a New York Jet. What? And you can uh, talk all you want about it. Oh, Nathaniel Hackett's here. That's going to get it done. The reality is that he ain't coming here because he's going to Las Vegas. So we can put that little uh, bad boy to bed. I now hope that Derek Carr... Wants to be a New York Jack. Good afternoon, Evan. How are you today, kid? I'm just curious. Is that coming from the same source that told you Tom Brady's going to Miami? Or the source that told you Deshaun Watson's going to Miami? Uh, no, much different source. Oh, yes. God. Yes, a yes, much cool. different source. This one gotcha. uh, comes to me, you know, after, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> eating certain things late at night. Yeah, I was going to say, were you up past midnight last night? What happened? Were you up past midnight last night? I'm sorry. I can't hear you. I was watching the Nets lose by 50 last night. Why? I believe at one point I turned the game on. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. I thought I saw the score Boston 27, Brooklyn 4. So to the audience. Did I miss that? Did I have that right? I did not bring up the Nets. I never mentioned them. I wouldn't even think of doing so. (laughs) But my basketball-loving, bald-headed partner decided unprovoked to just talk Nets basketball. Not me, him. Well, make that clear. it was 27 to 4. Yeah, yeah, going, I go, you know what? what? I watched the game, bro. At this point, I think I'll turn it off and I go to bed. <laughs> 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 I actually started recording Enrico Bruni at halftime. Uh, you did not watch that entire game. You couldn't I, have. I, Come I, on. I, I very, very rarely, Craig, will shut a game off. It's that very rare. one. Last night, and I even tweeted it. I said, for my sports mental health, yeah. I should stop watching this game. But I hung in there until halftime. As soon as I saw Frank Isola's face, no offense <laughs> to Frank, <laughs> yeah, of course. I said, I'm out. I'm done. Peace out. I need to give myself a vacation, and I took it. So, yes, I shut it off at Third in quarter, half-time. oh, halftime? half-time. I don't blame you. I mean, you, like, listen. Oh, gee, golly thanks. As great a fan as you are, there are nights when you know. And last night was one of those it, nights. You know what, it's not only that, it's not only, you know, it was pissing me off. Like, every shot, every possession, every turnover, every Tatum play, I was getting angry. And I didn't think that was good for my inner, inner innerness. you know? Your innerness, My innerness. Yeah, your soul, so I soul is said, what it was. They stole your soul last night. They stole it, and then they shoved it down my throat. Yeah, yeah so Boston's got Brooklyn's soul. That's about the extent of the Nets on today. <laughs> uh, listen, here's the deal on Aaron Rodgers. Like I told you. This is going to be this ongoing saga until uh, it, it becomes official. And I, the reason I bring this up is because I'm already sick and tired, not just on the Aaron Rodgers front, but just in general, the way the media is when it comes to, you know, random um, reports, not quoting anybody of note or anybody even on record, uh, because there's this thing going on, and it's, it's been going on for a while now, where there are reporters that cover teams or cover sports, for a multitude of, of outlets. And it's no longer about when I get news, I'm going to report it. And I hope I break news more than other people because I'm good at my job. And when I don't have things, I am I got nothing to report. Mm-hmm. And now we live in this world where it's got to be, I'm going to throw stuff up out there that there's enough possibility that it could happen that I might get it right. right, right. And if I don't get it right, well, I never said it was a lock to happen. I never said, this is money to happen by 3 o'clock today. And the reason I say that is there's a report out there again today, and there'll be one tomorrow, and another one on Monday, and then one Super Bowl Sunday afternoon, that quote-unquote now, Joe Douglas is aggressively going after Aaron Rodgers. Right? Yeah. As if to say... Wow, the Jets, you know, he's aggressively going after him. Well, the Jets, by proxy, are having uh, daily conversations with the Green Bay Packers about what they have to give up to get him. And they're talking to Aaron Rodgers about, you know, is this a place that you would want to come play, blah, blah, blah. And it's made up because I can tell you as a fact that Joe Douglas has not picked up the phone or uh, gone to his email or his social media account and reached out to a random reporter and said, hey, look, I'm, I'm going after Aaron Rodgers aggressively. You can go ahead and print that. Yeah. I think you agree with me on that. I think that Joe Douglas has proven in the time he's been here he's a tight-lipped general Yes, manager. and he comes from a franchise... Pardon me. A little shrimp dumplings still left over from a lunch I ate in the car on the way down to from filming my own Super Bowl commercial. Uh, That being, that's a story for another day, though, (laughs) It's quite a drop. Um, (laughs) It's quite a flex, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Shrimp um, dumpling, Super Bowl commercial, basically implying a limousine all in one sentence. I drove myself in my black 50,000-mile Hyundai Elantra. Okay, not as impressive. (laughs) Yes, I am not bougie. I used to be. Uh, But no, no, I drove myself. Parked on the street, probably get a ticket, but I'm here on time. Mm. Uh, That being said, Joe Douglas isn't telling people what he's doing. I agree. He's not that kind of GM. And he comes from an organization that is. Philly notoriously uh, picks up the phone and calls Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, uh, literally before people even leave the room. That's documented. And my problem with that is it's not right or fair to real, true... Uh, New York Jet fans in this case, but pick your uh, favorite team when it does happen to you because it's not based on anything factual. I think the problem is we as fans are desperate for information even if the information isn't true. Right. I really think that. And by the way, of course, if you actually take the time, and I did last night, there are only, and I mean this, and please punch a hole in it if you can, there are two, and not three and not four, there are two AFC teams that are going to fight for Aaron Rodgers, if the Green Bay Packers do trade him, I think mean, a lot of people even say, you know, forgetting the fact that they may not trade him. Mm-hmm. If they trade him, in my opinion, he's either going to the New York Jets or the Las Vegas Raiders, and there's nobody else I in the market. I think there's a third team in the AFC. Tennessee? Tennessee, yeah. All right. That'd okay. be the third team I'd wrestle in there. And I think that's a significant long shot. Yeah, but I think that right now, look. You know the way I am, the way you are. We are fans. We are diehard fans. I passionately want Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. So any little little nugget of information, any crumb that we get, yeah. we just swallow it whole. So sure. last night, Devontae Adams is doing a Q&A. He implies... What neighborhood is Aaron Rodgers going to move to when he moves to Las Vegas? By the way, the question was asked by a Las Vegas Twitter account. Right. Like, Las Vegas, the city. It's like a tourism account. Yeah, yeah. was the one that asked the question. Yep. And Devontae probably jokingly says, my neighborhood. And yet we all go nuts about that. Right. So I think a part of the problem we have in the sports media landscape of today is we are willing partners in all this. We just want information. We don't want to wait till the offseason. We don't want to just wait and see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Most of us are dying for information, even when the information is crap. Yeah, like I'm sure if you're a Las Vegas Raider fan, uh, you saw Devontae Adams tweet, you went crazy in a positive manner. Then Me- nothing. Yeah, Jet fans saw and said, "Oh no, we're losing." Him. By the way, it would have been the same thing if uh, Brees Hall tweeted that about the Jets. Like it doesn't mean anything doesn't mean a damn thing you know for a fact the Jets want them you would have to assume the Raiders want him. of course you obviously have guys in both locker rooms that are probably going to their GM you know when they uh, stop by the facility say hey what's the news on Aaron Rodgers you know we could use them you know we want them what do I got to do to help get them all that kind of stuff but the reality is this obviously they can they have to wait to make it official you know until June 1st the deal will get done well before that and you're now competing. I just I don't think Tennessee becomes a real shooter, but I would agree they're the distant third-place team. And I just look at the Jets for all the obvious reasons. And for those of you that don't follow close enough, the Raiders are a really good team, too. They've got a great tight end in Waller. They've got Devontae Adams, a top three or four wide receiver. Hmm. They have an above-average defense. Hmm. And, uh, you're saying all of that, yeah. and I hope you realize I know where you're going. That everything you just said contradicts your defense of Derek Carr from yeah. 48 hours ago. Yeah. if they're so good, that's right, as you described. Go ahead. How come they didn't win crap this Tell year? You why with Derek Carr crap quarterback? because they had the worst fourth quarter defense in the AFC last you year. You just you just pontificated I said, about how good their they. They have an above-average defense. So why would Aaron want to go there? I mean, the Ravens have an above-average defense. They sucked in the fourth quarter, also. No, but for everything yes. you just said, yeah. Why would Aaron want to go there? Why wouldn't he want to go there for? The reasons why they couldn't win with the sturdy yeah. Derek Carr the last yeah. couple. Well, of he's years. better than Derek Carr. Who is uh, Aaron Rodgers? No, I know that. It's not by a lot, but by a little. No, I trust me. I'm aware. Yeah, not by a lot, by a little. Uh, and by it- the way, I am. I have no problem. I have no problem being a bridesmaid in this one. And getting Derek Carr, that is Hunt. not that is not a negative. By the way, as much as we argue about Rodgers yeah. versus Carr, I 1,000% agree with yep. you. When I make my realistic quarterback list, realistic, because I love Jared Goff, but I don't think the Lions are going to trade him, so you kind of rule him out. But when I make my list, Derek Carr is the backup plan. Yes. I agree with you. And now, now yeah. I will say this. You'll agree with this. Yeah. If the Jets don't get Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. if the Jets don't get Derek Carr, and we assume Lamar Jackson winds up figuring it out and staying in Baltimore. This has been a bad offseason. Yeah, it's going to be disappointing, yeah. you Because Tom Brady's out of the mix. He's not a backup. Right. You are now left, and I say left, that's probably not a fair way of saying it. If the New York Jets wind up with Jimmy Garoppolo, is he an upgrade? Yeah, you bet your ass it's he's disappointing. an upgrade. But you had a chance to get one of the better quarterbacks. And if we don't get either one... We'll find a way to make ourselves happy with Jimmy Garoppolo, but it'd be disappointing. Yeah, I mean, if you end up on the level of Garoppolo or Ryan Tannehill or guys like that while yeah. they're better than what they had last year, it's disappointing. But I'd even say this, Craig, as much as I'm good with Derek Carr as a second option, even that's a disappointment because he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not The first ballot Hall of Famer, he's not the guy who you think gives you a better shot, at least in the short term, to compete with the likes of Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. So there's different levels to the disappointment and the excitement. The grand slam is Aaron Rodgers. The nice, clean single to right is Derek Carr. Yeah. The infield single is Jimmy Garoppolo. And then you pull the hamstring running to first base. I mean, that's a sense. It's an upgrade. But it's not as big an upgrade as you wanted. Well, it's an upgrade, but it also is likely that he's not playing week nine because he injured himself. Now, I've got a story I was reading today online that fascinates me. Football-related, which is why I bring it up, and quarterback-related, which is why I brought it up. And the story goes that the Philadelphia Eagles, in their war room, in their pre-draft meetings, were trying to figure out how they could possibly move up in the draft two years ago, Mm -hmm. and we're willing, apparently, as the story now goes, we're willing to offer just about anything and everything to draft a very specific player. Only one player they wanted that they thought they could get. They knew they couldn't get up to one and obviously get Trevor Lawrence, but the Philadelphia Eagles were begging people to move up with the hope of drafting Zachariah Wilson. Imagine how different things would be if they why, did Why would they have won? I to don't do know. That? I do not know. I, and I was reading it. I started to troll Eagle fans again online. They today. drafted Jalen Hurts I know, a year earlier. I know. Like they, they were ready wanted, to just move on from they him? They were ready to move on. That's crazy. And I found these articles and uh, your Philadelphia Eagle fan blogs. Uh, literally, Evan, from 12 months ago. All right. In which uh, fans hated uh, Hurts. Hurts. Well, he wasn't great. He his had first the three year. interception game yeah. against the Giants. He obviously got smoked by Tampa in a playoff game. And one of the stories was that, and I'll give the owner credit, Jeff Lurie. Jeff Lurie believed that he was the answer. Howie Roseman, their GM, wanted him out. And Evan, and that's one. So you're this I'm is t- 13 months ago. No, 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 no. So yes, that, I'm, I'm trying to timetable this correctly. Go. So you're talking about going into the 2021 draft. Where the Jets selected Zach Wilson. Yes. Jalen was a rookie in 2020. Correct. Played a handful of games. That's right. Some positives, a lot of negatives. There were big question marks about him. Oh, no doubt. But incomplete. Like, we we didn't know. The guy played a handful of games. Uh Uh-huh. So, that was the point where the Eagles were thinking or rumored to be thinking about, ah, screw it, this didn't work out. That's a wasted second-round pick. They wanted Zach Wilson. All right. And then the following year... Uh, the Harry Roseman did not think that Jalen Hurts was the answer, and the fan base despised him. So for all these Eagle fans now that are yelling and screaming at me and calling me names and you know uh, you bringing things up and attacking me. 13 months ago, oh. you were dying for him to be traded. Oh, I, th- I thought you were bringing this up. Not no, to, no, I'm just showing like the fans, etymology to, here. Oh, I thought you were just trying to remind Jet fans, see, you got to be patient with Zach Wilson. No, no, I'm definitely not saying oh, that. That's, no, all no, I no, not that's at how all. I took it. Not at all, not at all. I'm just saying it's funny how <laughs> your things sometimes work out even when you do everything in your power to make them not work out. Well, I mean, look at Daniel Jones at a varying yeah. degree. Yeah. I mean, look at the view on him. But I, I, I don't think, for the most part, that patience always works out. Sometimes it does, and sometimes you're rewarded with Jalen Hurts having the year he's had in his second full season as a starting quarterback. But a lot of times, your patience is just spitting your wheels with crap. Yeah. So, listen, we got a lot to do today, lots of football, as we've almost made it through uh, the week prior to. Uh, we are not here tomorrow. I have no idea who's filling in for us tomorrow. Uh, I imagine it's not uh, uh Tweedledee and Tweedledum Dum. Uh, so, I wish I could tell you who is, but I did listen to Tommy yesterday driving home, and my ears still hurt from being yelled at for uh, an hour and a half. That being said, love the energy, love the passion, love the consistency. That is a diehard Giant fan with a chip on his shoulder. I don't know why, but maybe he was made fun of as he, a kid. He had some very, very powerful last words when he signed off. He that said I did it, not hear. Heard he the said, first half hour. Coming up, net Celtics. You're about to get crushed. Try to enjoy the game anyway. My God. And then it happened to me. My a team. God. There you go. There you go. All right, Tommy. Who's doing the bridge show tonight?
0: Uh, I am again. What? Look at yeah. you. You're on
1: fire. Three out of four. That's What's up with that, you over there, Big that's, Mac?
0: That's not true, but. Feels growth. like it has been
1: three out of four. Well,
0: it's two and two. He had the where well, he filled in for Keith makes it sound like oh, record. that's but why the bridge yeah. shows are two for two,
1: two for two in the bridge. He got the bonus show because Keith had a day off. Got it. Yeah. All right, just a little, uh, little friendly competition. Are you, are you keeping score at home? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Next I,
0: week's next week's three for me, two for him. So I'm sitting pretty next week. Nice. next a rough week, week for we... me this week. But next week, and is I'll it have like no it every other day?
1: Like your Monday, Wednesday, Friday. He's Tuesday, Thursday. No, or is it's it Monday, kind of. Tuesday, it's Wednesday? kind of
0: been like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are mine, and Thursday and Friday are his. Got it's it. Kind of. All right. I like Should that. I put a
1: poll out? Which bridge show do you like more, Loogie versus Big well, Mac, or is I, that not nice? I would wait till next week. Let them both get the. This week is a pro Tommy week. Next week is a pro Big Mac week, and then I think we do that poll right after okay. that. Well, Fair and
0: enough. they can both uh, share in with Tweedledee and Tweedledum tomorrow.
1: Now oh, you guys are filling in? Yes. Oh, nice. Good for you. I said no to that. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I'm sure I guess you don't have pull around
0: here you thought you <laughs> Yeah, I guess I don't. I
1: guess I don't. I may have been talking to myself when I said it, but uh, I may have also said something to Spike. Uh, by the way, your girl, Trista Crick, uh, Tommy's uh, sometime partner here You know, when he does weekends and stuff. Mm-hmm. But she fell for the all-time greatest troll job in the last month. I mean, it is. You got to bleep out the last word if you guys want to do that for me. Evan, I set this up perfectly. She cursed you. Oh yeah, she cursed. That's how annoyed she was. <laughs> so annoyed with me today, <laughs> as are half a million other people that watch the video. <laughs> so I'll just give you that. You want the quick setup now or later? Yeah. All right. Uh, here's now. the setup. These are the five people that LeBron James cannot beat one on one. Stupid, right? Yeah, right. But there's a point to it. Kevin Durant. All uh, right. You could certainly argue that Kevin Durant, well, right? That's, that's a fact. Right. Bro. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, so I go. I go. Kevin Durant. Uh, I think I Luka. went Luka Doncic. Okay. Got to go Luka. Could argue that? However you want to do I'm it. I'm good with that. No problem. Steph Curry. Okay. Okay. And I go, he won't even take a step in from the logo, and he won't lose to LeBron. And then I got funny. I went Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and then the final guy that LeBron James cannot beat one-on-one. Jeremy Lin, specifically from February 5th to February 12th in 2012. So is it obvious what I'm doing? Yes, it is. Not to her, it (laughs) wasn't. Not to her. You guys give me that audio after the break, all right?
0: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB At-Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At-Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com.
1: Before we get your calls... I want to play the uh, the audio for you. So the only setup on this is that there's a uh, still picture of uh, the show from this morning where I say, here are the five guys that cannot beat LeBron James one-on-one. It's an obvious uh, humorous, humor, hu- what's the word? How do you say it? Humorous? Humorous? Is that a part of your body? Satirical? Satirical?
0: Yeah.
1: Humoristic? Humoristic. I don't know how you say it, but it's one of them words. Um, and, you know, uh, it's always funny to me. When people uh, fall for it, hook, line, sinker, and you all know, start yelling and screaming, and how could you put that guy in it? How could you put this guy in it? By the way, what happened to your face? What is that? Uh, so I what, got are you a, going for a new look? I got a haircut today. I needed one. It's been a while. Yeah? And the barber, nice gentleman, says to me, do you want me to shave your beard too? I yeah. said, no, I'm good. I'm a grown well, man. Oh, the hot shave. You always say yes to that. Yeah, I shave myself. I don't need anyone else shaving me. Yeah, but it's nice to have the hot shave once in a while. I chose not to. Okay. So it he you left like a hole between my sideburn and my beard. Yeah, and so now I've just got a blank spot between yeah. my sideburn and my beard. It looks very peculiar. I've I got admit. a razor in my office, uh, electric. If you want it, oh, do you? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I may take up on that. Uh, I mean, but then you got to do the whole thing. I got to go all the way. Yeah, you gonna do but then I can't take it back because I can't have red hair in my razor. You can't have my red nah. facial hair on I your can't razor. Have, I can't have uh, you know ginger dwarf hair in my razor. I'm so sorry. You just
0: Indian gave me. Is that what no, it's no, called?
1: No, no. We're just are having an open conversation. Oh. Who knew that you'd say yes right out of the gate? D- look at the way I appear. Of course, I said yes. That's why you don't You'll do a You'll see it on SNY today. I look like a moron. It is a tough look for you right it's now. It's a very tough look. How about this? I get a little magic marker. We draw it in. Done. Okay. I would accept that. All right. Because I really do feel yeah. uh, peculiar like, at this moment. Do we moment. like an orange dry erase marker? Yeah. Because that would come off when he goes home. Yeah. No, absolutely. Damn. I'm, I'm gay. Yeah. You can draw right on me. Yeah. not The haircut's good, but Thank you, pal. the face isn't. No, it's all because I said no to the, 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 the shave. Yeah. I should have said yes. Anyway, all right. So here's the uh, deal. Here five guys that can beat Le- that LeBron James cannot beat one-on-one. That's a simple setup. Uh, just having some fun. Uh, Trista Crick, who I guess fills in every now and then with Tommy. And I think she does bet here. Is that possible? I that right? Uh, in any event, I uh, had a tough time handling it. Go. Wait, we can't do this. We
0: can't allow this. We can't just stop. Huh? I know this is for clicks. I know this is for me to get outraged by and share. And I know what they're doing. I know what they're doing. I know what they're doing. And I don't like it. Oh,
1: sorry. It needs to stop. My bad. Five players LeBron can't beat one-on-one. Correct. Jimmy
0: Butler, <laughs> Jeremy Lin. That's how I know I'm being trolled. Yeah, it's too early in the morning for this. <laughs>
1: <shit>. <laughs> I love the background music too, though. Yeah, nice jazzy yeah, uh, flow yeah, in the yeah, background. I like that. And here's the thing: if you know you're being trolled, why are you reacting to it? <laughs> and I thought I made it very obvious I was fooling around by putting Jeremy Lin between two dates in 2012. <laughs> Though I must on say, the list. between those dates, Maybe. Lin was tough to beat. Yeah, listen, uh, you had no problem playing against Kobe that night at the Garden, He right? was cooking over those two weeks. Yeah, so just funny, the reaction, right? <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, in any event, here is uh, Tony in Middletown. Tony, what do you got? Yeah,
0: just found that uh, Jalen Hurts thing you were talking about. Yeah. Now, I think you can take any mediocre quarterback and give him that exceptional offensive line and two number one receivers, and they'll look like Jalen Hurts, too, this year. So, I mean, he, he's, I well, mean, whatever.
1: You know it's weird about you? Micah Parsons yeah. was the first guy to question, uh, is, uh, is it Jalen or is it the system? Uh, now you have other people coming out. I think it was Julian Love came out today and said, that Nick Sirianni's along for the ride too. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's I listen. It's I, not crazy. Jalen Hurts rushed for like eight hundred yards this year. He scored thirteen okay, touchdowns. He made
0: plays. Take a mobile quarterback. Put him put him behind them freaking six, eight, 350 hundred fifty pound guys, and watch what they do. I don't think you can just thing. put
1: any yeah. single person back there. Yeah, now you yeah, want to you tell
0: put, me you put Purdy back there, seventh round draft pick. He do the same thing, okay? And anyone well, before might. Purdy.
1: Uh, I would say this. It's a weird thing because, you know, when people uh, credit the offensive line and they're damn good offensive line, obviously, I immediately revert to Troy Aikman in my head Mm -hmm. because there are a lot of people that want to take Troy Aikman out of the Hall of Fame, which is silly, of course, and say it had nothing to do with Troy Aikman, great offensive line, ridiculous weapons in their prime. Anybody could have done that. The problem with that, and Tony, I get you to a point. To a point. Is that... Everybody doesn't do that. Right. Uh, and it's just a... Like, what did the Eagles do to Tony's point when Jalen was out? How'd they look? Well, they did score they uh, 34 points against the They scored points 10 against points the against the New Orleans I Saints. mean, against the Cowboys, pardon me. They scored ten points yeah. against the New Orleans Saints. You want to throw, you can throw the Cowboy game out. I'm fine with that. Look, the Cowboy game happened. I understand that. It's forty thirty four, right? But we have a sample size where the Philadelphia Eagles were not the same team without Jalen Hurts on the field. Lane Johnson missed those games also. I mean, there's more to it than like, just that. It's but I'm never going to be perfect. Like we right. can't take them out and play a video game to see what would have happened. Yeah. And look, if the point is Jalen Hurts isn't on the same level as Patrick Mahomes, I agree with you. He's on the same level of Joe Burrow, I agree with you. But it doesn't but matter. But to act as if you can just replace him with any other mobile quarterback and the results are going to be the same, is it's unfair. And even what Julian Love said today on NFL Network, I get what he's doing, and it's fun, and we're having fun, and I can't stay Nick Sirianni's face either. But I like I Nick he, Sirianni. But do you really think that as talented as the Eagles are, and they're an incredibly talented team, no one's yeah, denying that, yeah. that anybody can coach them? Really, Adam Gase coaches them, they're fine, they're no, winning the division? No, well, I don't the feel impl- that way. That's the implication Tony makes about Hurts and Julian Love made about Sirianni. I know, I think no that's one's inaccurate. Say, no one's saying Nick Sirianni's Andy Reid. No one's there yet. No one's saying Jalen Hurts is Patrick Mahomes. We're not there yet. right? But to just think, because of the talent around them, you can replace them with literally anybody. And no problem. You're in the Super Bowl is completely unfair. Yeah, listen. I think we're all trying to figure out what the weaknesses are in Philly. For me, it was their schedule, not their fault. But they really haven't played a complete team maybe all year. And yet, to their credit, it doesn't matter because whoever you line up in front of them, you made the point. I thought that was valid about the San Francisco game. I made I made the mistake of only looking at the entirety of the game. Going, of course, San Francisco lost. They didn't have a quarterback. But they lost the game when they still had a chance for their defense to make plays 100%. prior to them being ridiculously They lost exhausted. that game far before they yeah. had a quarterback issue. Now, they had no chance to come back in the game right. because of the quarterback issues, of course, but their defense failed. And if the point is 1 through 52, leaving the quarterback out, 1 through 52, you take every team in the NFL, you line them up 1 through 52, yeah. talent wise, where do the Eagles rank? Yeah, they're probably number one. They're right there. If they're not, they're Uh, pretty damn close. We get that. Are they better than the Kansas City Chiefs when you forget about the head coach and you forget about the quarterback? Sure. But that doesn't mean the coach and the quarterback stink and you can stick anyone in there and have the same success. It's not fair. It's a lazy kind of opinion to have. Yeah, because it's people that, I'm being accused of it, that are trying to come up with any reason, every reason, to uh, throw shade on the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, that's really what it is. How the hell? Look, I can't stand the Philadelphia Eagles. You know that. I yeah. can't stand them. What shade is there to throw? They've outscored their opponents sixty-nine to fourteen to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're an insanely talented team. They were in the Super Bowl five years ago. That makes me sick. They are what they are. I hope they get their ass kicked a week I from Sunday. I do too. I do too. But let's just be fair about what they are. They're the they're, best team in the NFC to have been all year. Yes. I mean, I can't debate that. That's a, that's a fact. You know, that being said, I'll say what I said against San Francisco. They've yet to play a team of that caliber. Does this count? Yes, of course. Oh, now, this one counts. I, yeah, if Patrick Mahomes gets knocked out in the first quarter. Don't count. <laughs> and it won't matter because they'll be having another damn parade uh, in Philadelphia. If they knock, And we'll be pissed. Here's the one thing, though, that I, I hear and I don't understand. If they knock the quarterback out, didn't they sort of do something right? Yes. You don't. Listen, Hassan Reddick. Made a, a great play, being guarded by a tight end. Did he might have done it in the second quarter? Did Brock quarter. Purdy and I'm not celebrating his injury, but it's yeah. a part of football, right? Yeah. Did Brock Purdy get hurt because he looked at the sky the wrong way? No. Did Brock Purdy get hurt because he stepped the wrong way? He got hurt because he got his ass kicked yeah. by one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Uh, listen, I'm they with created you. it. They uh, did it. By the way, uh, we will uh, read uh, the two pieces of hate mail we have, only because it's not like an email or a tweet. It's actual old school. I think they call this snail mail. Old fashioned snail mail. Old fashioned. Take out a piece of paper, put it in the typewriter. Or get a piece of paper, go out and get your best pen and uh, scribble away. When's the last time you yeah. wrote a piece of snail mail? Uh, when I was away. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Cuz I can't I even about. remember the last time I wrote something down yeah, on a piece of paper I, uh, and sent it. Yeah. I and so what's interesting is that I initiated some but I was uh, quite uh, blessed that there were a number of people uh, who I've never met and probably will never meet in my life who reached out to me to uh, say a prayer, show support, and I, interestingly enough, I've saved every one of those lives. That's not, But there was no way for you to write back other than snail mail, correct? Like, no, there, the only there's is an email, there is an email program. Oh, okay. It's somewhat convoluted how to use it, uh, but there is an email program. You have to pay for every email. And, B, it's not like you can go on AOL and check it. But, You'd have to download an app and then check the app. And it's a little, it's a little not complicated, but a little more convoluted. Yeah, I but uh, pen to paper, baby. Did your pen hand start to, to hurt after three minutes? Because that's one thing I've noticed. We're no. so not used to writing that if you start writing, it's like, boy, my hand's not used to doing this. No, but uh, I I apologize in the first line. Because by the third line, you can't read a single <laughs> word I wrote. And I, I was just trying to keep it real. Like, thank you so much for writing to me. right. Uh, I apologize in advance for your not being able to read the letter. And uh, the more mail, the, the better. That's why I need to spring training for my scorebook. I got to get my hand back in shape. Oh, is that for right? For writing my scorecard for yeah. a full year. Yeah. <laughs> if I tried to score a game right now, it would be a mess. You know what the new thing is on Twitter? And I love this one. You know, if if you react to what somebody does or says or posts or this and that, and they, uh, however they got you to emotionally respond to them, You can't respond to them and also say, dude, you're irrelevant. Because by responding, you're now acknowledging that the person is quite relevant. Right. At least in your world, right? I would think so. Like I got this guy, Luke Ezzo. He's a Philly fan, of course. Dude, you're irrelevant. (laughs) STFU. No, no. No, no. I'm very relevant. Why is he so lazy? Just write the whole thing out. Shut the bleep up. Yeah. Four letters, that's all you got with you? Come on. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Let's see what else I got here on this thing. Oh, and I love the people. uh, One follower. Sorry. I think I should start blocking the one follower people. You know what I mean? Well, Before you have 100 followers, you need one, Craig. Very true. But I I told you I have this theory that if you're one of these guys who just keeps starting new accounts and starting new accounts... You should need 20 followers before you're allowed to tweet anybody.
0: Uh, But then how the hell
1: do you get a follower? What happened? If You have to show your friends. It's the chicken and the egg
0: theory. If you're
1: not allowed to tweet at anybody until you have 20 followers, how the hell are you getting followers? Just robots? (laughs) Just bots? You got to wait for the 20 Russian bots to follow you before you're allowed to tweet at somebody? By the way, did you see how uh, the Kelsey brothers did their podcast yesterday? And Jason Kelsey said he's convinced that it's Eagle fans that are putting the jerseys of the opposing team on the Rocky statue purposely to get other Philly fans riled up. Right. Uh, and Travis Kelsey came out and said, listen, Memotic Chiefs fans, don't put an 87 jersey on the Rocky <laughs> statue. There's some kind of juju going on with that, I guarantee, and I want no part of it. I guarantee there will be someone who puts the 87 on the Rocky. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. And uh, just as a public service to Philadelphians, he was not a real person. <laughs> I just want to make sure we, uh, we uh, every time we talk about the city of Philly, a uh, lovely city indeed, of course, uh, murder capital of the East Coast currently, but I'm sure they'll figure out how to change that in due time. And they might very well be the, the powerhouse of the NFC. All good. But you do need to know... That he was not real. It was not real. That's all I'm saying. Can we live in a world in which Philadelphia's got two Super Bowls in five years? Uh, We might have to. Oh, my God. We might have to. With two different quarterbacks, with two different head coaches. Yeah. Within five years? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it does at some point beg the question, uh, not that we care much about this, but we compare our owners a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, where do our owners stay in the totem pole of owners? I mean, it's hard not to say that Jeff Lurie has elevated himself to one of the great owners in sports. Absolutely, right? He's moved up there. The more you win, especially when you know what's even more impressive. And this isn't to take anything away from what the Giants did in seven and eleven, because there's something great about keeping your coach, keeping your quarterback, and having certain key players on both teams. But the Eagles have a they have a brand new head coach. A brand new – like, it's completely different. Yeah. Like, the – now, there are some players, obviously, that are still there, but the key positions are different, and that's very impressive. It's a credit to Howie Roseman and the job he's done there. But, yeah, I feel lucky. I don't want to compliment them any more than I have to, and you've already made me compliment them, like, 150
0: (laughs) times in the first hour.
1: Here's uh, Andrew in Queens on the fan. Andrew, what's going on?
0: What's up, fellas? How we doing? All good. So, first off, Greg, you actually said something that – I'm not hearing a lot of people talk about, yeah. and it's the reason why I'm taking Chiefs next week, and it's because the Eagles' schedule, if you look at everything that they've done this past year, every team they face faced, they haven't really faced any competition that's close to the Chiefs. Hold on a honestly.
1: Hold on a second. Let's be fair. The Niners yeah. last week, and don't give me the quarterback, they destroyed their defense. That's not good they competition? Did, but
0: they, 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 they did, and they, they did the same to the Giants as well, too. I get that. The but Niners I mean, are
1: the number one defense in the NFL this year. They were number two in the league against the run. Up.
0: They gave up. No, they didn't. They it, was,
1: keep... it was a 7-7 game and their defense couldn't get off the field. That's right, not exactly. fair, dude. Well,
0: no, they, they they couldn't get off the field. That's a problem. Yeah, because, yeah their defense, the because their
1: defense stunk. This has nothing to do with the quarterback. Like, Re- their regardless. defense can, well, No, no, regardless. You're making when a you point. When you can't get
0: off the field and the defense has to stay on the field, they get tired. And no, no, that's what no, no. no, no hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. The defense couldn't get off the field because they committed penalties and couldn't make stops. It had nothing to do with the quarterback. The Niners just marched down the field and tied the game at seven with Josh Johnson at quarterback. It's a 7 7 game mid second quarter. And the, right. Niners and, then, co- and the Eagles ran 17 effing plays, marched down the field, and went up 14 7. Explain to me how tired. that's on the. They got they tired because they sucked because they, they couldn't got make tired. a
0: play. Regardless, that's not. No, the it's point not. Of regardless, I'm I'm your saying, point is wrong. I'm just saying I agree with Craig, and you that can sense,
1: continue to say you agree I, with I, him. I'm, I'm telling, you. telling you something from last week. You're ignoring it. You're using excuses to define it, and I don't understand that for the life of me. Because I want to agree with you, I I'm can't just, stand uh, the I'm, Eagles. But,
0: but what I'm okay. But but go ahead while while I make this next point. Pull up the Eagles schedule and, and tell me, besides last week, besides last week. Look at the entirety of their schedule. I agree with that. and Tell me. Right. So that's that's that's. that's so you're I'm telling
1: me here. who they played in week seven is relevant to what's going to happen a week from Sunday?
0: I'm not saying that it's relevant. I'm just saying that they're going to face their okay. toughest opponent And I'm telling
1: Sunday. you, they faced the best defense in the NFL last week, and they put up 21 points in the first half. Dispute that.
0: They did. They did. Okay. You can't deny that. Okay. Uh, okay I'm so, good. I
1: think you guys found some middle ground there. Uh, and they're they're I do correct. agree because I said it last week, so I'm going to reiterate it. You know, it's not the Eagles' fault. They don't have to apologize to anybody. You play who's on your schedule. But assuming everyone's healthy in this game, I think it's fair to say for 60 minutes, the Chiefs would represent the best team they've played all year. Now, they might go ahead and beat them anyway. They're a very good team themselves. But at least we're going to get a legitimate competitor uh, to give the Eagles a run for their money. That's all. Yeah, the problem with you guys continuing to repeat that over and over again is you're just simply ignoring... That last week, yeah. against the best defense in the NFL, they shoved it down their throat. To be fair, though, and that defense on the want. field a lot. No, 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 and no, no, no. They no, lost no. their quarterback Again, on the first drive. Just because you repeat things yes. doesn't make it true. No, that, that part is true. No, no, it's not. When did Brown Purdy per- get her? Want to go through the game? When did Purdy get hurt? You want to go through the game? Opening drive of the game. All right, there you Opening go. Opening drive of the game, what happened? They didn't have a quarterback. The quarterback. Co- Oh, my God. You're, you're just not listening. No loosening. quarterback. No, no quarterback. The game starts. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, We're ding. starting the game. Woo-hoo. First drive of the game. Yeah. What happened? Eagles scored a touchdown. Bang. Is that what happened? On the first drive of the game, yes. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yes, that did happen. You. I got so it So, let right. me get this straight. Woo. The best defense in the NFL. That's right. guys. The defense that gave up the fewest points in the NFL. Yes. Allow the Eagles to convert on well, a third down and a fourth down. No. Oh, but the play call. He should have catch been a, that ball. Then challenge it. He but he didn't and catch they that did ball. He, you know, they didn't cheat, but he Touchdown didn't catch that ball. Philadelphia seven nothing. Should have been a turnover on downs. But go ahead. All right, the Niners put together a really good drive when they got good field position. They tied the game at seven. Even though the quarterback was that? out, when exactly was that though? Mid second quarter. That's the point. No, no, no. Listen to my what point. What were their drives? Just so I know. The Niners' what scored, were drives prior to that? If you, but if you, if you have it in front of you. Both teams did nothing. Both the Niners and but Eagles were going three and, outs, three and outs, if I'm not mistaken, the second right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Eagles too, By the way. Okay. All right. So now yeah. the Niners get the ball early second quarter. Two two. March down the field, tie the game at seven. Go. Christian McCaffrey, twenty-three yard touchdown. How much time is left in the first half? Uh, eight and a half minutes. Go. Eagles get the ball. What yes. Happened? What happened? The Eagles had a methodical drive. And if I'm not mistaken, converted on another fourth down on that drive. That's correct. The Niners also committed a handful of brutal penalties and took the lead 14 7. So, for all you guys who just want to continue making the same point without anything to back it up, explain to me how that drive has anything to do with the quarterback situation. That particular drive does not. Okay, so the two Eagle touchdown drives, the two Eagle touchdown drives that made it 14 7 in which the number one defense in the freaking league yeah. couldn't get off the field. Correct. It had nothing to do with the quarterback situation, right? Yeah, but how'd they, how'd but they, they... they haven't played anybody, right? Yeah. They played the number yeah, one defense Evan... in the league and shoved it down their throat. Not really. Two touchdowns yes. and a half is not shoving it down anyone's throat. It changed the game. What changed the game was the Josh Johnson fumble. Okay. That was a big play. I agree. What? It's 14-7 at that point. 14-7 is not a one, beat down. I'm not saying it's a beat down, but the number one defense in the league couldn't get off the field. You uh, act as two if that's out of nine. That's a big deal. Uh, not Early in the game deal. it is, especially when the offense just scored a touchdown to tie the game, and all of a sudden we're thinking, whoa, we can make this a you lucky that. That I ugly agree game. And what is the what does the Niner defense do? Pass interference, illegal hands to the face, illegal contact, can't make a stop on fourth down, can't make a stop on third down, and there's Miles Sanders for the second time dancing in the end zone. Untouched. Yeah. Yeah. Fourteen points is not a beatdown. But I agree with part of it, not all of it.
0: So you'll have to accept a partial win and a partial loss. I'll take a partial win. Okay, fair enough.